Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leavingalegacy. Magic is power. Legacy. My name is Patrick. I'm your Legacy newbie. With me this week, as always, Mr. Jerry. Me. What's up, Jerry? Not much, Pat. Just you and me this week. We haven't not, had a we haven't had a duo episode in a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, it feels a little empty in here. Feels a little empty in here. It's okay. Our our love will fill the room. That's right. That's right. We're good. We're <laughs> there, we go. there we go. There we go. Don't let Pat fool you. He just opened up an Arizona iced tea. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Those quench the thirst too, though. That's for sure. Dude, stoners 40. Stoners 40. <laughs> so we got, I think the main topic we have right now is just uh, plugging the LAL open, right? We, we're just a couple weeks away from it. Yeah, just a couple weeks away. We got all the details settled out. So yeah, I figured we could uh, just kind of talk about that. Let people know. Uh, I'm going to make a post on the Facebook page as well. And also Reddit, because I know we've been slacking on getting it out there on Reddit. But uh, yeah, just wanted to kind of let everyone know about the details. Yeah. So uh, June 25th um, is going to be the uh, obviously the date for the open. This is the eighth open that we've done with uh, gaming, etc. Uh, so we're going to be obviously at, at Etsy, which is in Acton, Mass. Um, I believe we have the event pages on the uh, gaming, etc. website. And was it an 11 a.m. start, Jerry? I'm trying to remember. Off the top of my head, but yeah, 11, 11 a.m. start uh, is when it's actually going to be happening, and it's a $75 entry. Uh, I know a few people have asked us, you know, why, why are you guys doing a $75 entry? And basically, what you guys know is we really want this to be a 5K. And we talked to Michelle, the store owner, and um, you know, she said, All right, you know, in order for this to you know, have a chance of hitting the 5k amount. Um, we got to do a uh, $75 entry fee. So, uh, that's what we went for. We really wanted to get it to be a uh, 5k. Um, and also as always, the prizes are going to be based on attendance. So, you know, if we get more than a hundred people showing up, then we're going to up the prize amount. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Michelle's always really good about that, but you know, just got to make sure she pays the judges. Cause you know, they're not slaves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Everything. Uh, and yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, other than other than paying for like the the judges, the judge staff and, you know, things like that, everything's going into uh, the prize pool um, so that uh, you can make a really cool event and I really want to make it hit a 5K. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, we're also doing um, so we generally do like a, some kind of charity or food drive um, at these events just to some for the community to give back. And it's just a nice thing to do. Um, so this year we're doing, um, I think we select our charities room to grow Jerry, right? Yep. Room to grow. It's an awesome, uh, Boston based charity that we've done a lot of work with in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually do like the Christmas drive with them and things like that, but they basically are helping out, uh, poor families in, uh, you know, the Massachusetts area or actually I think just the new England area in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we'll be doing uh, room to grow, which is pretty cool. So something we haven't done before, which is just like a, a straight up like cash donation, if you want to do that um, and to encourage cash donations, <laughs> Jerry and I have decided. Uh, so I don't know if anyone watches hot ones, uh, but it's like probably like one of the best shows on YouTube. I think I, I remember coming back from I think it was GP Niagara. Ian and I were in the back of uh, I think it was Sean Calvo's car, actually. 
uh, just watching uh, episodes of Hot Ones and watching people <laughs> die eating hot wings. So uh, I'm going to bring my air fryer and a couple pounds of chicken wings. And for every 50, so there's a, basically a, uh, a, a run of 10 different wing sauces, right? And they go from like the, your typical like 2000, like, you know, Frank's Red Hot style sauce, which is like 2000 yeah. Scoville units up well, to the, the lowest one is 8000 Scoville 8, 000, units, sorry. which is about the equivalent of like Sriracha sauce. Right. So it's super so like, mild. Yeah. Lowest then, one Sriracha. <laughs> yeah. And then it goes up to which, and I've had this one, the last dab. Which is over two million Scoville units. Of yep, it is the Guinness World Record holding world's hottest hot sauce. Yeah, so I have had this hot sauce. I had it a few weeks ago at my friend's house because this 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 girl that I'm friends with, uh, she loves hot ones, and I'm like, wait, you have the last dab, and I was like, I have to have some. So my kids are having like chicken tenders. I was like, throw some on there. So I ate it, and it was it was a pretty spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I was straight crying eating it, man. So, uh, uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting because I'm not big into hot food, and so um, so anyway, so it'll be fun to watch. Well, obviously, it'll be on the stream. It. <laughs> it'll be on the stream. So if, for you know, also uh, Michelle, the owner of Gaming Etc. and the tournament organizer for the tournament, uh, she is also going to be joining us. Uh, in the booth eating the hot ones with us <laughs> oh really i didn't know uh, that. yeah i talked to michelle she's she's game to oh shit to bring on awesome. the spice so 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 for every 50 dollars donated jerry and i will go we'll go up a wing right yep so starting so, with level one going all the way up to level 10 <laughs> yep so <laughs> and it's 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 we're both in it right so like no matter what like if, if the total donation is $50, we eat the, eat the one wing. But if as it goes up, we eat together. So it's not like 500 for Jerry, 500 for me. You know, overall, it's like $50. We both eat the wing. Yeah. Also, it's, this is a contractual agreement. We are legally not able to back out. We have- <laughs> yeah. As, as bad as our buttholes are going to be begging us to. Uh, yeah, we are. We are guaranteeing that we eat the hot wings. So I'm actually super excited. I think it'll, it'll add a fun little twist to the uh, to the open and definitely a fun twist to the stream. I'm pretty excited for that as well. So, yeah, like. If you if you guys haven't seen it, I recommend you go 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 to YouTube and uh, search up Hot Ones. And uh, I, I recommend all time greats in there. All I recommend greats. the Gordon Ramsay. The Gordon Ramsay episodes really yeah. good. Shacks Shacks is great. Yep. Tom uh, Hollins. Kevin, Tom yeah. Hollins Kevin Hart. Kevin. Honestly, uh, Burt Kreischer. Um, uh, uh, what the hell is his name? The other comedian, Tom Segura. Uh, some of those oh, are yeah. like just just all time. Uh, Theo Vaughn hilarious hilarious <laughs> so i highly recommend uh highly recommend you guys check that out um but yeah so that's that's what we're doing we're gonna spice up the uh the tournament a little bit and we'll be doing uh <laughs> spicy wings for room to grow so that'll be pretty fun yeah uh and also for room to grow to help encourage the donations we are also going to be doing uh the raffle as well mm-hmm. that we do every year a uh, friend of the cash sean calvo uh has already donated a the new judge promos so he donated a uh, uh, parallel lives and then the stranglehold, which are two of the new judge promos uh, that we're going to raffle off. So we're going to sell some raffle tickets at the event. And, you know, all the proceeds from those raffle tickets are going to go into, uh, you know, the pot that is also going to increase the hot wings that Pat and I eat. So <laughs> if you can't make it to the event and you want to donate something to the raffle to, you know, help help boost the level, feel free to get in contact with us and, you know, we'll raffle that off and get it all over to charity. Yeah, it'll be awesome. It'll be awesome. So really looking forward to that. And looking forward to seeing all the players again, man. It's been a long, it's been um, uh, a little over a year or around a year since we had the last open. Um, 
And I, I feel like that was forever ago. So I'm, I'm really excited know, to see everyone right? playing and watch some magic. And it's going to be, it's going to be, um, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really excited. I, I really feel I, that, I mean, as long as we don't like lose attendance compared to last year, um, you know, we should be hitting a 5k because last year, I think we hit three and a half K at a $50 buy-in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as long as we get roughly the same number of people showing up, um, you know, it should be hitting a 5k and yep. ideally, you know, I don't want to get wild up in here, but you know, maybe it even gets to a seven and a half or a 10 K if we get enough people showing. That would up. be super sweet. That would be that, super sweet. It wouldn't be a sweet with a, with a 10, with an 11 AM start time, but you know, we have to make room for Jerry <laughs> to get there and fuck on fucking time this time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, also speaking of that, um, I also believe that there is going to be a pre-modern side event. So if you want to uh, do some pre-modern action and you scrub out, or maybe you don't have a legacy deck, but you do have a pre-modern deck and you want to sling some pre-modern cards, uh, I believe the pre-modern event is starting after round two. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that'll, that'll be, uh, that'll be, I think that's the, uh, the guys from New England old school really, really uh, itching for a pre-modern event. So yeah, it definitely seems like it's going to fire because we got a lot of interest from the old school yep. players who are really yep. interested in playing some pre-modern. Yep. So that's going to be awesome. Uh yeah, so what else we got on the on the docket? So uh was there anything else for the open? I think that covers everything, right? Yeah, that that pretty much covers it. I'm uh, we're going to make a post, so I guess just to reiterate, $75 buy-in, 11 a.m. start in gaming, etc. at Acton, Massachusetts on June 25th. So mark your calendars. Awesome. I'm I'm excited for it. Sweet. Uh awesome. So, yeah, so um Jerry, have you been playing a lot of Magic lately? Have you gone out uh, to any stores? I haven't been to any stores. I've been uh, really slacking on that. I've still been playing Magic online, um, but that's about it. Haven't made it to any of the uh, the local shops. Yeah. Someone actually asked me on Facebook the other day. It's like, hey, I'm coming to Boston and I'm looking for a store to play at that, you know, has uh, weekly Magic, uh, you know, between Saturday and Wednesday. And I'm like, uh, you got me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know like uh, like Gaming Center does Friday night and mm-hmm. uh, uh, ELD Games does Wednesday night. They do Wednesday and Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they do Wednesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. But yep. this person was was like arriving on Saturday and leaving on Wednesday. So just like, yeah, uh, you one. like threaded the needle. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if there's any more, uh, you know, weekly legacy events in the Boston area that are uh, on those off days. But yeah, I'm not sure. I know. I remember like, uh, what was it? That's E used to do Sundays, but I don't even know if they still do magic events nah, there. Honestly. Yeah, that's E stopped a while ago, at least yeah. last time I, I heard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So I moved to the North Shore, and there's like no real stores up here. So it's really, really yeah, it's really hard for me to uh, get out to events now. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah, like I mean, gaming etc. is now an hour drive away, if not more. So it's just a little rough to make it in in person. But I've still been slinging cards of Magic online. Nice. Uh, even though I can't really rent very many decks, I've just been playing like Steak and Show and Merfolk and Burn because it's all I can afford. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That's that's kind of wild, actually. Can we talk about like the so there was a BNR announcement today, right? Yeah, I, from what I hear, people are not too happy. I mean, so basically to you know stop bearing the lead, there was no changes, right? For it's, for legacy, yeah, for legacy, for legacy, no no uh, changes, and people are still kind of uh, upset about it because you know blue red Delver is still really powerful, right? Right, and and so do you want me to read? They had like small blurb like. But basically, the, the the gist of it is 
since they banned uh, Ragavan in January, the win rate of, of Blue Red Delvers come down and the deck now shows appropriate strengths and weaknesses against the other most played archetypes. So they 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 lay out reanimator control, resource denial, combo and aggro are all additional macro archetypes that are seeing success. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's still a 25% win rate. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, well, you, well, you mean 25% uh, of the plate, meta, right? Sorry, yeah, 25% of the meta. Not is it was it really 25% of the meta? Yeah, last I checked. Let me, let's, that seems let's super up. high. It's 22.4% as of the recording of this cast. Wow. Okay. That's a little higher than I expected it to be. I thought it was around 15 or 18. Um, huh. So, okay. I mean, 20 to 25, once it gets over 25, that's when it really starts to be a problem. So yeah, but even 20, even 20 is a lot, man. Like, so one in five decks you see, this is almost one in four decks you see is going to be Blue Red Delver. And I mean, we've talked about this on previous episodes. That number is actually in reality higher because it's mm-hmm. 22% of reported decks are Blue Red Delver. And we all know that with magic online they don't report all the decks once it you know once they get a certain number of uh, a deck type they stop reporting that deck like they only report the deck list if they like have variations and cards mm-hmm. so in reality there's more delver being played than just that 22% number mm-hmm. hit hints at okay yeah i mean again i I'm hoping that we, when we run the LAL Open, we see some Blue Red Delver, but I, I'm hoping that it's not, do, you know, the meta is not dominated by Blue Red Delver. Uh, at this point, I feel like if anything else is going to get the ban, it's probably going to be Expressive Iteration. Yeah, so they, that got banned in another format. Um, don't yeah. ask me which one, but. So it's a powerful card and is it Delver, but it's also a powerful card in the second most played deck, which is Jeskai Control. Yep. And that's putting up an 11% of the meta. Yep. Whereas the next most popular deck after that is eight cast at 6%. Oh yeah. So, so uh, expressive iteration was banned in both pioneer and explorer. And I honestly have no idea what explorer is, but <laughs> I think it's an arena. It's an arena. I got like an ad the other day for arena and it was just like, get free booster packs for alchemy. And I'm like, yeah. oh, what is alchemy? <laughs> I <have no laughs> tech. It's, it's my understanding is that alchemy is basically, um, the arena form of hearthstone where they're allowed to like turn the dials on cards so I it's see. not connected to the paper game. I, I that's my understanding of it. If I'm wrong, uh, you can email us uh, Jerry me at hitchesofcoast.com and you can find <laughs> out about it. <laughs> but uh, so right there, expressive iteration is making up about you know 33% of the meta. Mm-hmm. You know, one third of decks are running expressive iteration. So I feel if anything's gonna get the ban, it it would probably be expressive iteration. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't hate to see that. It's not again. Expressive iteration is not my favorite card. Um, but let's not be you know let's not be you know fools here. Like Blue Delver was the best deck in the format before Expressive iteration came in, right? So and it's just so funny thinking about it's like yeah we need to ban this two mana draw two right like <laughs> that yeah. that typically has not really been game breaking. But then again, would you? I, I mean, would. You know what I'd rather see them see them ban is fucking Murktide Regent. Honestly, that's what I'd rather see them go. What what I would rather see go. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm fine with Murktide. I'm not. We had Victor on last week, and he uh, he had said, you know, part of the issue with with Murktide region is that it just gives the the Blue Red Delver is supposed to be like a good early game deck, right? Like, yeah, counter spell, counter magic, some burn for some extra reach, aggressive creatures. And when you throw in cards like Murktide region that are great in the late game and get bigger and bigger the more that you play, it becomes a serious a serious problem, you know. 
um like blue red delver shouldn't have access to creatures like that basically yeah because i remember like back in the day with like red delver and blue red delver uh you know talking back in like 2016 2015 days if you could make it past like turn four or five and you were still alive you could stabilize yeah your chance of winning against those decks was much higher right now it's like it's turn six and they slam like a 15 15 murktide region (laughs) like things are rough yeah not good um so yeah so that's kind of you know the the, the way that i see it as well and i thought that you know victor has just had mentioned that i was like oh man that's like really that's a really great concise way of putting it that's kind of the feeling that i have added because again my my favorite versions of blue red delver have always been the fairly aggressive you know creature heavy the prowess deck which is like very much about creature combat this is you know this version is just it's got it's long game is just a little bit too good for in my opinion so i would like to see murktide go maybe even in addition to express expressive iteration because i don't think the format needs more cantrips you know what i mean but yeah. i don't know whatever uh, honestly at this point though i'm like not too concerned like i'm fine with where legacy is right now i guess but like two weeks ago we were you know it was a problem i don't know what's changed in the last two weeks for you but i kind of feel like I mean, maybe maybe the metagame is adjusted more than I more than I realize, but at twenty two percent, that just seems like a lot. I'm looking at the com- I'm looking at the comments on the Facebook group, and it mm-hmm. seems like there's a lot of people who say so. There are obviously the people who are saying the sky is falling and they need to ban it now, but then I also see a lot of people just saying it's like, I mean, is it a problem? It's like, yeah, it's popular, but it's not mm-hmm. oppressive. Right. And I think that's always a, a big thing. Is like, is a deck oppressive? And I don't sure. necessarily think Blue Red Delver is oppressive. Okay. That's you know that's a fair that's a fair uh, assessment then that's fine I'm I'm fine with with wizards not really having a ban yeah okay I just want I want my I want my 2016 legacy back Jerry that's all I know but that's all you know, time travel, I know time being travel. a dead horse and all I get it yep. I get it <laughs> <laughs> um however there was a big legacy tournament with our uh, friends across the pond yeah the uh the four seasons I, is it called the four seasons legacy tournament i'm not sure that's just all i saw on reddit but it was in bologna yep and it's the biggest in-person legacy tournament since covid happened at uh 393 players i mean that's that's gp level <laughs> totally totally yeah 400 player event that's outstanding uh and Amazingly, the deck that won Pat was Cephalid Breakfast. Yeah, I don't want to talk about this. Place. All right, so podcast <laughs> over. All right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the cool things I saw was like, dude, we got some like some of the OGs of well, maybe not OGs legacy, but like you know, like some big, big names. names. Yeah. yeah. Like, so Javier Javier Dominguez took mm-hmm. it down with Cephalid Breakfast, very yep. well known legacy player. And then we got Mangucci. Yeah, everyone's Mangucci a- cuisine making his legacy videos, <laughs> running some eight casts. Yep. Then uh, I don't recognize too many of the other names, but I mean, but, still yeah, let's let's go really down the top eight because this is a cool top eight. Yeah. So first of all, we got Javier Dominguez running uh, Cephalid Breakfast, mm-hmm. that um, <laughs> running a, a pretty interesting build. I mean, it's not like I really keep up with Cephalid Breakfast that much, but uh-huh. just calling out uh, some cards here. We got uh, we got Batter Skulls. Yep. So uh, always can uh, win the game with the batter skull version, palace jailer, uh, you know, skyclave apparition, as well as, you know, the, the fastest Oracle uh, style win condition. Uh, so it seems like, uh, oh, also, and it's, it's, it's Yorion as well. Yep. So it's kind of like a hybrid cephalid breakfast death and taxes list, which mm-hmm. was really interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, some spiciness. Um. 
up next, we got Ant Mangucci running an eight cast list, and that eight cast list looks fairly standard. I don't see anything too much out of the ordinary here. Yeah, that's about pretty standard. Uh, we got Marco uh, Pescatori running Manalus Dread. Uh, dredge, <laughs> not Manalus Dread. Uh, <laughs> Manalus Dredge, but uh, actually, hold on. It's listed as Manalus Dredge. Yeah, but it also it's also listed as Shadow Grixis. Yeah, and I what? think Shadow Grixis is really what it is. This isn't like a Manalus Dredge deck. Yeah, there's Delver of Secrets in this list. So <laughs> yeah, it's Brazen Borrower, Death Shadow, Merc Tie Regents, uh, four Delvers, three Ledger Shredders. Yeah, Ponders, Thought Seizes, Express Federation. Yeah, I don't know why this is labeled as. I don't know why this is labeled as Manalus. I think that's just an. I think that's just a uh, mistake there. Um, okay, <laughs> definitely Shadow Grixis. Yeah, not Manalus Dredge. Oh my god! Can you imagine if there was two like stupid combo decks in the top eight? Oh, <laughs> I would throw this computer out. Oh man! Uh, and then third place, David we got Merfolk. Yeah, David Chisaro. Yeah, Merfolk. I haven't yep. seen a Merfolk in a top eight in a hot Dude. minute. Uh, let's see. Lord of Atlantis, Master of the Pearl Trident, Silver Gill Adepts, True Names, Merfolk Tricksters, Hull Tide Breachers. Shapers, Brazen Borrower, Hull Breachers. Yeah, this is a pretty standard uh, Merfolk list. I mean, this is almost yeah. exactly the same Merfolk list I, I was running a couple uh, weeks ago when I was mm-hmm. just picking up uh, Merfolk. And yeah, the deck is definitely super fun, but... Uh, I'm just uh, it's it's also running the Chalice of the Void version, which yep. I felt is a little bit weak right now, just because expressive iteration. Well, sure, expressive iteration is two mana, but yeah, but then there's also like prismatic ending, and like there's just so many ways to get rid of Chalice of the Void these days. Sure, yeah, I mean it's it definitely worked for David, so I mean, what more can you say? Yep, yep. Uh, then we got Ronnie Blazer running Depths, uh, the green white version. Uh, which seems to have definitely taken over as just like the most standard version of death. Yeah. 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 Nothing too out of the ordinary here. That's a pretty stock list. It looks like uh, Then we got Thomas Moore running four color control, another expressive iteration deck this time compa- combining expressive iteration with prismatic ending have the best right. of both worlds back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, which is interesting though, is he's running Colagon's command and I haven't seen oh, a Colagon's wow. command sleeve yeah. in a hot minute. Yeah. <laughs> it has been a long time since I saw uh, he's command. running OG Jace too. Yep. OG Jace. Oh, this one. <laughs> this is like a 2016 list almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's very similar to like the 2016 list, but Jerry, okay. he's got three him to Torak in this list. He's got three hymns in this three list. Three him to Torak. <laughs> yeah. This is a straight like 2016 <laughs> list that like shaved a couple copies of Colagon's command to add expressive iteration and uh, uh, prismatic endings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's a very, very sweet list. Uh, then we got, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this probably two bow. Yeah. Two bow or two a bow on blue red Delver. Yep. Blue red Delver. Uh, and this uh, looks like the typical, there's an unholy heat and a spell pierce in the main, but yeah, those are the flex slots. So other, yeah, than, that, other than that, very standard, nothing crazy. Uh, it has a maddening hex in the side that I don't know what that is. So maddening hex, uh, is an enchantment curse. Uh, enchant player whenever enchanted player casts a non-creature spell roll a d6 maddening hex deals damage to that player equal to the results then attach maddening hex to another one of your opponents chosen at random so it basically stays on them the whole time so it's a commander uh, card that okay 
It seems like it's the blue red mirror breaker because for blue red red, anytime your opponent, well, again, not just blue red mirror breaker, it's like basically against any spell based deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're going to be taking damage for every spell they cost cast. So that's definitely a very interesting uh, add on. Uh, then we got in eighth place, Angelo Angelo Caddy running Just Guy Control, and it's the Shark Typhoon version of it. Right, right. Yeah, I see Dress Down, Shark Typhoons. Jace's, Narset, or Narset, two Jays, two three, yeah, well, three to fairy. Yeah, they're running. Oh, are they running days undoing? Yeah, what just one? Oh, just one. Yeah, so they are running one days undoing with the Narset as well. Yep, that's pretty dope. Oh, and it sounds like those uh Javier Dominguez. Oh, was this top eight after like after the top eight was over? I'm not sure. It sounds like it looks like they split the top four. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that is the worst. That is the worst, especially when you have like such good players. Like, yeah, I would very much like to watch the uh, the recordings of these. Um, yeah, so um, actually, I did find them on Twitch. I will put that in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. But is uh, twitch.tv slash Four Seasons Tournaments, and you can find all the uh, the matches on there, which is pretty awesome, actually. So, yeah, and then look at, looking at the comments from people who went to the event, uh, they're saying that there was lots of eight cast reanimator decent amount of ant and quite a lot of mono black piles Whoa, <laughs> which is interesting. really <laughs> all right mono black depths mono black helm mono, mono black, black curse, curse mono black, mono black pox. Pox. jeez wow. okay i mean the european meta has always been kind of slightly more heavily aligned with uh, the dark ritual style decks but that's still really? interesting to see oh okay yeah yeah I, I, I mean at least that's my my personal opinion of as far as the european oh, meta goes i forgot they, how worldly you are jerry ah uh, yeah you know <laughs> it's barcelona Pat. Bar- 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 barcelona yeah i can't do that my, my teeth my lips and teeth don't do that <laughs> that's that's awesome though so foreign players man what a what a great turnout that's fantastic yeah definitely an awesome event uh you know some really big names uh good diversity in the decks uh seems like a ton of fun all right. So do we have anything else we want to run over before we wrap it up, Jerry? Uh, I would just say, you know, once again, uh, plug the Patreon. Uh, yeah. So, so, you know, we've definitely seen, um, especially over like the last year, a drop off in the Patreon support. And so, you know, it puts us kind of in a tough spot, obviously, like, you know, we want to do the show for free, um, but that also requires, you know, us being able to afford an editor just because, Jerry and I were so we have our own things going on. We're busy and we just can't afford the time to edit it anymore. Um, so, you know, if if you could, if you want to support the show, even a buck an episode makes a huge difference. Um, it's patreon.com slash living legacy. Uh, you know, that the that Patreon really is what keeps the show alive. Um, and I hate asking for it, I really do, because it's it's not about, you know, we're not trying to make any money on the podcast. It's just about sustaining it and being able to put the money that goes into the show back into you know, uh, into the tournaments and things like that. So, um, if you, if you can, you know, if you can, I know it's tough. I know there's a, a whole lot of stuff in the world going on, but if you can reach in and, and give us a couple of bucks, it'd be a, a, you know, extremely appreciated. So, um, you know, if you want to support the show and I always say at the top of the show, it's patreoncom slash living legacy. And, uh, and yeah, if, you know, if, if there's, if, if there's a reason why you haven't, and you have a, a reason for it, like, let us know, you know, shoot me a message on Facebook. I'm on there. Um, you know, tell us what you want to see from the show. If, you know, we're not meeting your, you know, your expectations or, or whatever the case is, or maybe, you know, maybe just people aren't playing as much magic anymore, or maybe as much legacy, but um, if you can't help us out, it's, it's much appreciated for sure. Hell yeah. 
Awesome. Um, you want to get into scoops and poops, Jerry? Scoops and poops. All right. Uh, who do you want to scoop into top eight this week, Jerry? This week, uh, scooping into top eight, I'm going to scoop our boy Ian from the dead format. Uh, just recently moved back to New England mm-hmm. from the wasteland known as Ohio. Sorry, all our Ohio listeners. You guys actually have a wonderful temperate climate. <laughs> uh, they don't. I've been I've been to Ohio in January. It's fucking miserable here. Insane. <laughs> but uh, our boy Ian is back uh, in New England. So uh, really looking forward to uh, seeing him at uh, the local events again. Dude, I can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. What about you, Pat? Um, what do I want to shout out this week? I'll shout out you, Jerry. I'll shout out everyone who's stuck with us on Patreon. We thank you and everyone who's on the Facebook page, man. We, we really appreciate everyone, uh, on there supporting the show and, and kind of sharing their, all their own content that they do on there. So that's, that's always awesome to see. So, uh, yeah, shout out to you guys, man. Shout out to community. We we love you guys. Hell yeah. Oh, and stranger things. Stranger things. Stranger Things was amazing. Oh, yeah. You haven't finished it yet? I've only watched the first two episodes of the the new season. It's so good. Me and my girlfriend burned through it, and we're the uh, final two episodes are coming out in July, so we're really looking forward to that. It's, yeah, definitely watch it. Can't wait to talk to you about it, because it is awesome. Yeah, we will definitely chat about it on the show, Uh, and uh, I guess it sounds like they're doing a season five, and that is the final season, which is is awesome. Yeah. I definitely respect a show that goes out on top, and it seems like they take their time with their season, so it might be a couple years, but I've I've really enjoyed watching Stranger Things. The first season was like so such a cool departure from what was out there at the time. And I've, I've just been really blown away by those actors in that show. They've been fantastic. So, yeah, shout out to shout out to Stranger Things and awesome. shout out to uh, Vodka in a Can. Big, big fan. Vodka de Cam? What? No, vodka in a can. Oh, vodka. In a can. <laughs> yeah, I found these high noon vodka seltzers and they're uh, they're delightful. So shout out to high noon. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, um, again, uh, the LAL Open is June 25th. Registration is open on the Gaming Etc. website. Um, and yeah, that's that's all I got for this week, Jerry. Hell yeah. And I'm going to put a post up on the Leaving Legacy page with all the details and also on Reddit. Sweet. And I'll put a uh, in the show notes, I'll have the link for the um, the Four Seasons Tournament, their Twitch page, and also for uh, registration for the LL Open if you're coming. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for hanging out. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you all next week. Yeah. Take it easy. Bye. Come on down to